Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. And live life the brighter way. So just momo it. MTN. It's budget day. Good afternoon and welcome to the midday news. The news is live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love, 99.5 FM affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on A1 Radio in Bogatanga. We are on Radio Max in Takrade, KTU Radio in Kofredia. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is always sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duroplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with the level indicator where Duraplus goes, water flows. We prepare and take you live to Parliament where Finance Minister is on standby to present the 2024 budget. We'll be hearing from former Minority Leader Harun Idris who says it is too little, too late to resuscitate the battered Ghanaian economy. If you've used seven years to create this distress, how are you going to use one year to redeem? Too little, too late. He simply has no time. 
to redeem given the monumental damage they have done to our economic uh, scorecard We'll take you live to Parliament Plus Expectations and hear from the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ESER's warning introduction of new taxes will worsen the already bad business environment in the country. We do not introduce higher taxes, uh, if at all, reduce the existing ones that is hurting production. I think we can make effective, efficient the existing calculation mechanisms to work in more money. Meanwhile, University of Ghana students reel from the high cost of hostel fees, causing some to abandon their studies or drop out of school. And I know most students who have, been, who have not been able to register for the courses and the hostel fee at all. I went to the portal um, to check and three of the students had not reported. Also, jurors in the Ashanti region are demanding four months of the unpaid arrears or refuse to return to the court. They are not even happy at all. They have been calling me, they are warning me that we shouldn't have it by I'm just want to convey the meeting tomorrow to so just play with them. That's and more in the special edition of the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. I am MFA Apau. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay on for our coverage. And this afternoon, Finance Minister Ken Oforieta is already in Parliament preparing to present the budget or the economic policy of the Kofuadu administration. It will also represent the first budget after entering into an IMF program last year. And therefore, the stakes are pretty high. Key on the agenda is how the budget addresses high inflation, high interest rates, depreciating currency, unemployment and slow growth generally. We'll soon take you live there to Parliament for the very latest. But first, we can hear from former minority leader Harry who says the budget cannot fix the mess created by the NPP administration. If you've used seven years to create this distress, how are you going to use one year to redeem? Practically impossible. And therefore, your expectation should be one where too little too late. He simply has no time to redeem, given the monumental damage they have done to our economic uh, scorecard, whether it's inflation ending 2022 at uh, more than 50%, today around 40%, interest rate unacceptably high, depreciation of the city. The budget, my expectation would have been that it will respond to what I call the economic headwinds of the Ghanaian private sector, the cost of doing business. I'm unable to see that when you already hint about revenue mobilization and the likelihood of new taxes being introduced into the country. That will increase the cost of doing business. To the ordinary Ghanaian, simply brace up for increased hardship, particularly in the first quarter of next year. Uh, we will reel, reel under some extreme uh, hardship. Poverty, as reported by ISA and many other international bodies, including the World Bank, has uh, increased. Mm. And post-COVID, we are not seeing the kind of economic interventions and that will spare growth. Therefore, growth has started over the years since 2020 and is likely to remain the same. 
That's the former minority leader, Haruna Idrisu. Already there are fears the 2024 budget will impose additional taxes on Ghanaians and businesses. We know uh, that the finance minister is hoping to rake in 12 billion CDs. The director of the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ESA, Dr. Peter Korte, is warning any such move will worsen the already bad business environment in the country. Yeah, my expectation would be that we do not introduce higher taxes, uh, if at all, um, reduce the existing ones that is hurting production. I think we can make effective, efficient the existing calculation mechanisms to make more money. We don't tax production excessively. So we need to look at that. And look at, uh, so I want to see in the budget some statements to ensure tax efficiency. I want to see in the budget measures to make our expenditures more efficient value for money spending. Um, also new measures to introduce, sorry, improve revenue mobilization uh, without, by broadening the tax base, without necessarily uh, hurting or overburdening the existing taxpayers. Let's head uh, to Parliament and join my colleagues, um, Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kweku Asante and Joy Business Editor George Riafe. They are on standby for us. So Kweku, really, by now, we would have started um, the, the presentation from the Finance Minister. Really, uh, what's holding it up? What's happening in Parliament? The Finance Minister would have started presenting the budget by now, but because of some outstanding business that Parliament had to deal with, the business, uh, the business in terms of the budget hasn't started yet. Let me, let me stick to... In terms of what he expects that the finance minister should be pushing Dr. Abdul Rashid, the budget is expected to come in, but already the information we are getting is that some taxes may be introduced, a few others may be reviewed. What is your understanding? What information are you getting? What are your own expectations? Well, I'm expecting that the minister will recognize the challenges faced by Ghanaians, the, uh, again, the challenges of the economy itself and then try to resolve those challenges. But we are foreseeing a situation where more difficulty is going to be added to the already panting Ghanaian and uh, a difficult economy. We are very suspicious that um, some amount of, um, you know, some number of taxes will be introduced. That will be expecting to end the government about 11 billion Ghana cities. And um, we, we think that it is it is not so good and uh, you will expect that the uh, opposition or the minority will not support that if the government needs to raise, raise revenue to be able to do a lot of things Ghana are asking for if they can't raise 11 billion or 12 billion and you will not support them where should they get the money from we will support government in every aspect of their endeavor to create a good economy to earn enough money to create avenues for domestic resource mobilization but we are not going to support any government like this. That will end the money and misuse it and uh, waste it. I mean, you know what is happening. To the extent that money can no longer be stored in, in, in the bank and will have to be kept in the house for people to come and steal $1 million from, from, from somebody's house. It shows that there's something wrong with the economy. It also shows that the confidence in the banks um, has sucked down. So we have no problem, but the complaint we have is against an inefficient government 
not knowing what to do with the resources they mobilize and will spend the money without you seeing tangibly what they have done with it. Mm. So we are not going to support them to earn money and misuse it. Mm. Thank yeah. you very much, Dr. Rashid Papu. That is Dr. Rashid Papu, NDCMP for our Central, making the case that his side will not back any taxes that the government will be will be bringing. Um, the MP for you, Chrome is here. This is Joy FM. We've just heard from your colleagues in the minority who say that they are going to put any new taxes when they come up. Do you expect any new taxes, for instance? Um, well, I don't expect any new, new, new tax. Um, I'm not privy to the budget, but I don't, I don't think that uh, anyone is expecting any new tax. Do you sense that your colleagues in the NDC are willing to offer you in the majority and the government the media support to be able to fix the economy? That is what you, you, you and the MPP are doing now. And they've already said that they are going to fight all these revenue measures. What sense are you getting when it comes to that? I, I, I sense that they will cooperate with us uh, to support the budget and to support, of course, to support any proposal that will lead to growth, that will lead to the stability of the, of the, of the city, and uh, that will enhance private sector you know, development to also provide for opportunities for job creation. Thank you very much. That is the MP for, for you, Chrome. Let me speak to Dr. Thomas Hampton Doc, this is Joy FM. Briefly, if I can speak to you on the midday news where a number of issues have come up regarding the 2023 budget. What sense are you getting? You've already met the finance minister. Are you expecting some taxes to come up? We, we, yes. We got the sense that they intend to increase some taxes and they will pretend to be reducing some taxes as well. But from the indication, the net effect is that Ghanaians are going to be worse off because we are going to have increased taxes. In the minister's own wife, he is expecting that you raise additional 11 billion in taxes. And they are going to uh, remove taxes on sanitary parts and other things. That will, I mean, be only 200 million. So they are giving Ghanaians 200 million and taking 11 billion from them. Uh, that is. is Certainly going to western the, the, the flight of the Ghanaians. And with the World Bank report that 25% of Ghanaians have been pushed down the poverty line, this is going to be um, in the worst, the worst budget ever. Uh, the government has said they need to raise revenue. If I just look at the IMF deal, key among the pillars is government being able to raise enough revenue. Where should government get their money from if they're going to increase taxes? If at the same time the minority is asking them to reduce taxes, where are they going to get the money from to do all the things Ghanaian want? You, you see, you need to be able to manage your expenditure. You cannot continue to increase revenue and continue to spend the way you are spending. If you say things are hard, we all believe that things are hard. So cut down expenditure. You cannot continue to live the same way and expect Ghanaians to suffer. And honestly, my advice to Ghanaians is that don't push government. Don't expect anything new from government. If you put pressure on government, they will come and cut short for projects. That will never happen. Like they did in 2020 for the large general hospital, a number of projects, they've cut short and they are not happening. We are entering into an election year. We, we know that they are going to be pretending to be doing a lot of projects that they don't have the money for. So for me, uh, this is just a, a procedure that we are going to go through. But this budget is not going to give any hope to Ghanaians at all. Maybe last question. Dr. Bamir used to come for the budget review. Over the last two or three years, he hasn't been here. 
why why is that so? Do you get any sense why he has not been accompanying the finance minister? Because he's not proud of what is happening. Have you heard the uh, the, the vice president talking about the economy he's in the last? But why are we not hearing him? Because he's not proud of it. If he was proud of whatever the budget is going to give us, if he was proud of the the kind of economy they have put us in. He would have been here. He would have been talking about it. So the mere fact that he has abandoned the finance minister shows that he himself has admitted that what is going to happen, uh, there won't be any hope. Thank you very much. In terms of education, I want to briefly to speak to Deputy Rankin on the Education Committee, Dr. Clement Apart. Doc, what do you expect in terms of education for the 2024 budget? Quite honestly, I, I am not hopeful. I'm not hopeful at all that there's going to be anything substantial as far as the educational sector is concerned. I say so because even when the grass was green, education didn't see a lot of support, particularly basic education. And given the current conditions, I really have nothing to be hopeful about. But you never know. Uh, let's hope for a surprise. Let's hope for a surprise. In terms of surprise, if you look at free SHS, look at BEC results just coming out. Government is government has made a lot of they started what they've invested in education. The results in SHS have been improving. In BEC, of course, some results have been withheld. But government can make the case that because of the investment they've made, the results are looking good. I mean, this is something you can take away from the government. I disagree. The goal of education is not to train students to pass exams. It's about giving them the needed skills and competence. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC so that they can be competitive and to survive on their own 
I mean, we always speak about results, results, results. But I am sure many observers and parents are aware that we have situations where students get good results. And yet when they move to the next stage, they struggle to survive. That then raises the question. Why is it that a student can get an A1 in English? A student can get an A1 in math. And yet that same student goes to the university and is unable to write a sentence. A student who gets an A1 in English, obviously, should not have a challenge writing a basic sentence in English. A student who gets an A1 in math shouldn't have a problem solving a basic equation at the university level in math. So what is beginning to become clear is that the students get good grades, but they are not able to defend and justify those good grades when they transition to the next stage. And that is where the problem is. So essentially what I'm saying is that it's beginning to seem as though the students are giving grades that they have not earned. And that is creating a problem at the tertiary level. Basic level is almost collapsing. Captation grants are in areas of, of eight months. I mean, eight times. Captation grants are usually not even given as requested. And even the measly amount that is approved is not disbursed. So it is not all that dandy. We have a lot of work to do. And I think that we are not doing our students any good by giving them grades that they have not earned, grades that they cannot defend when they move to the next level. So it's not about grades. It is the meaning of those grades and whether the earners of those grades are able to defend those grades based on their competencies when they move to the next level. That is what we should be worried about. Thank you very much, Dr. Clement, for Deputy Ranking on the Education Committee. I've seen a number of NPP MPs. I mean, just having a conversation, I'll speak to them shortly. But the consensus here among the NDC MPs is that they are not going to bar government's proposal to hike, 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 as it were, uh, um, the, the, the taxes. But I want to have the, 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 the deputy majority with Habib Idriso, and this is the media news, briefly. Um, we've heard from the NDC colleagues who will be making claims that taxes are coming. You are in leadership in the majority side. Is that the same sense you get? Are we expecting new taxes? So if we don't pay taxes, how do you expect government to fund the budget? That is the problem normally we have in Ghana. Our tax to GDP is very low as compared to many countries. But we want government to be able to do everything for us. The most important thing in this budget is that the budget is going to highlight on what government is doing. Let me say it's a restoration of our economy. After COVID, after Russia-Ukraine war, this budget seeks to correct every part of it. We have seen that the economy is growing. We have also seen that we are trying to sustain our growth. So the budget will be a budget of sustainability. It will be a budget with growth. And I expect that this budget will address a lot of things. So they are talking about taxes, taxes. Definitely this budget will also give tax holiday to certain things. Some intensive will be, uh, will, will be gone. I heard some of the women were making noise on the, some of the taxes on the sanitary part. I expect that the finance minister should be able to address it. So there will be new taxes. I am, I am saying that every budget needs a revenue margin to be able to finance it. 
So government will definitely not come and burden people with pay tax, pay tax. But definitely there will be tax holiday for people too. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Thank you very much. That's the deputy majority confirming to us that there will be tax. There will be new taxes, but there will be rebates. And our understanding, given information we are getting so far, is that government will be reducing or removing up in total the, the taxes on sanitary parts. But you've heard that from the minority say that is just going to give back to the people just about 200 million. But government is seeking to raise 11 billion. So government is taking from you and then it is giving you just some little in return. That is the kind of conversation that is being had here in parliament right now with the minority sitting and staying resolute, insisting that they are not going to approve anything. I've seen Samson Asaki, I will go with it, just about to go on set. He's the Executive Secretary of Imports and Export Association. Why are you here today? Well, you know, we are here because of the 2024 budget, budget statement that we ought to um, uh, be here. to know what the financial minister is bringing to the people of Ghana and then what will be, what will be there for the business community. Indeed, we are very well aware that we, are very, we have been very emphatic that we do not want to expect any additional layer of taxes to be introduced for the 2024. Well, I've, I've just spoken to the majority leadership. They expect new taxes. We need to brace up for that. Well, we strongly believe that maybe the new taxes for other jurisdictions okay. because the sector is so huge. It's not only business community alone should be embedded with the taxes. I think there are other areas that maybe they can bear in. Yesterday, I spoke to some of the media and I said, the 2017 budget, they abolished they abol- the government abolished VAT on aviation fuel. The government abolished VAT on real estate. Indeed, as you work here, I don't know how much you can be able to, how long it will take you to amass 1,000 US dollars to buy an asset in Ghana or 300,000 US dollars to buy an asset in Ghana. So, why it is the rich people who have the money to buy the estate and stuff? So, if it's the rich people, why would you, why would they say, why would they abolish? DAT on rich people. It is in other jurisdictions, in other developing countries, it's the rich people that they give them, they tax them more, because they earn more. And so it's a government abolish DAT on real estate, DAT on aviation, and expect to introduce DAT on cooking oil, mm. on, vector, on, on rice, on, on, on the commodity cement, cement that we buy every individual. I'm sure you, you, you'll be happy if you have a piece of land, you should be able to buy cement and be able to put up a block and then put up, even if it's one single, bed, single bedroom, for you, for you and your wife and your family, you will be happy to meet you. So I can tell you quite clearly that um, for us, we expect to see much, much reductions. Thank you, Dindon. Thank you very much, Samson Asaki Awingo, the Executive Secretary of the Importers and Exporters Association. He said they don't expect any new taxes as business, and any new taxes will just go into triple businesses. But as far as the information we've gotten so far, within the precincts of Parliament, I heard of the Finance Minister presenting the 2024 budget and that taxes are going to go up. But by what measure? Uh, what, what, what kind of taxes are we going to see? Are we going to see taxes that are directed at consumption, for instance, VAT, or this is going to be like a sustainable growth and sustainable levy that we saw very few, very few weeks, very few months back, I should say, where there are these taxes that are imposed on businesses directly. What kind of ones are we going to see? Those information are a little bit scanty, but the confirmation, the kind of information swelling around here in Parliament is that taxes are going to come, go up. And I've just come here at the coffee shop where you see a lot of MPs, both from the minority and the majority side, I mean, having, having lunch, eating together, talking together, discussing what is expected to come into the, into the 2024 budget, the expectations, what they say they will do. We've heard from the minority already saying a lot of things. I've, I have a former leader of the House, um, Mr. Cleotis Avoca here. Um, um, this is Joy FM. Joy. We've heard from the MPP leadership in Parliament confirming to me that they are going to be taxed. Your side say you don't want that. 
But if you don't want success, where should government get the revenue from to do all the things that Ghanaians expect them to do? You know, we know that government needs revenue. I think that the various taxes we already have can give us sufficient revenue if we are able to manage the revenues in case very well. I think that our expenditure pattern is very, very important and critical. We have to reduce expenditure. We have to reduce unnecessary consumption. You don't raise money to consume. You raise money to develop. This is what we are lacking in this country. That is why we on the minority are saying that enough taxes are in the system already. There are too much hardship in the system. To add more taxes to the already impoverished Ghanaians is like making them not earn a level at all. The World Bank are here. Has said that about 8 million people are living below the poverty line. And that is very, very scandalous. Mm. So it is against the backdrop that we think that taxing more Ghana at this stage is very, very, very un- it's unwise to do so. You've been a leader before. Yes. The point is that your side always whip up the public sentiment, your appetite. Oh. You've said so much that you're going to oppose the taxes if they put it for the floor. Yeah. But it gets to the point, there's a vote, and then you lose all of them. Yeah, there's a difference between argument and voting. Mm. Voting is numbers. Argument, one man can raise all the arguments, but you need people to make the date, to make the vote. I'm assuring you that this time, um, uh, we are resolved that our numbers will always be the same numbers. If we are going to vote for or against any issue by the House. Now only 137. If the NPP brings all their 138, they win, clean. That's true. That is true. But that is the reality of the situation. The fact is that we have delivered what that said. That is what we are interested in. Another we are interested in the winning. Mm-hmm. If they all come, we also come. We are one thirty seven, they are one thirty eight. They win the day. But the record will show that one thirty seven are opposed to tax. Thank you very much. The former majority leader, um Kletu Savoka, telling me that his side expects to go through. Let me speak to NPP MP for Mention not um, the particular uh, briefly. Oh, I mean, in terms of the expectation, live on Joy FM, do you have, do you have some specific expectation for in, in the budget? First and foremost, this this probably is the last budget of the circulation and uh, looking at how far we brought this country and looking at the expectations of the ordinary Ghanaian, I believe that this budget would would meet the expectation of the ordinary Ghanaian in in the sense that. I believe most people are looking for probably a tax reduction, something that will probably put a bit more liquidity into the system. And also the ability for us to uh, complete some of the projects that we've already started, infrastructural projects, in terms of roads. Everywhere you go, people talk about roads, bridges, and the rest. So I believe that this budget would, would have to address that, and I'm very optimistic that it's going to address that. Once the details fall out from the finance ministers, now, I'm probably sure that we'll be able to interrogate it very well. But my expectation personally, is that there are some projects that we need to complete. And having this to be our election year, we probably need to be in that space so as to be able to put those projects to completion and put more liquidity also into the system. Yeah. Thank you very much. MP for not telling me his expectation. He says that he expects that some taxes will, will go up, but of course government is going to keep back something. The, the House are just suspended briefly. The minority leader will give me the last word on this. Minority leader briefly on Joy FM. The confirmation is that taxes are coming up. We haven't heard from you so far in terms of what the decision is going to be on the minority side leader. But the tax have not come yet. Yes. So let's wait for them to bring forth. We've heard rumors that they are bringing a number of tax handles worth 11 billion. But until the policy is laid before us, nothing is before us officially for you to announce your official position ahead. All what I can assure the people of Ghana is that the NDC minority will stick with them. We will never take a decision 
that is not in the interest of Ghanaians and business. That one we have sworn the people of Ghana that we protect us. Until then, let's wait for the minister to present it. Thank you very much. That is the minority leader giving us the, the last word on this. He said that they've heard a lot of things but officially it hasn't come to the floor MFR. But once it comes officially, and government is going to increase taxes to the tune of $11 billion, $12 billion as have come in to kind of show up government's revenue base, that is something that they are going to oppose. And that is the kind of situation we are getting here. Yeah, yeah, you, you, that, that, that. So, um, um, George, I've gone around. I've spoken with NDC MPs, NDP MPs. The confirmation is that taxes are going to come. I just spoke to Habib Idris, the deputy majority. He tells me that some of the taxes will go up, but also, of course, government will give the public something in return. Okay, so you've also been getting something from your sources. What are we getting? Well, well, well uh, still getting to get the fine details, but also what you hear the finance minister talk about is to be um, heavy on compliance, with the GRA being heavy on compliance, e-tax and all the rest. And that would also help to bring in uh, some uh, revenue as well. In terms of the, the, the theme or the focus of the budget, you're going to see the minister more of looking at a situation where he claims that he's going to pursue growth and development within a stable macroeconomic environment. In terms of maybe even looking at expenditure as well, quite a, quite a large area that you're looking at, somewhere looking at, looking at proposing to spend about uh, 227 uh, billion Ghana cities in 2024. And just to repeat that again, in terms of expenditure, he's likely to propose uh, to Parliament that he should approve an expenditure of about 227 billion Ghana cities for 2028. If you work 24. out... 24, sorry. If you work out a budget overall in terms of deficit, you could be looking at a likely deficit of about uh, 50 billion Ghana cities. That's huge. So that is huge as well. In terms of external financing, you hear the minister coming to talk about the fact that they were looking at the IMF program again in providing that external support to finance uh, government operations going forward. So again, that, that supports the fact that, again, how heavy this program would be on the fund program. But in terms of tax that they, 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 they spoke about and have they spoken about or have they talked about, there will be heavier and efficiency for those who have complained about GRA being harsh. It looks like they might be doubling up uh, going into uh, next year as well. If you want to look at the growth numbers again, you still look at a situation where the minister may likely uh, propose a 2.8% end of year growth. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 